At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. to my guys in the desert. Danielle Vary still here in the VEASAN studio with Matt Humans, JVT, and Aaron Rinning. And I don't know if you guys heard, but there is another NBA play-in game tonight, as we talked about at the top of the last hour. Grizzlies and Warriors. Warriors a five-point favorite here. Total sitting around 221. You can still even find up to 222 in some spots. But let's take a look at some of these player props for tonight. Again, as I mentioned at the top of the last hour, Steph Curry's points prop, 38 and a half. So high. It was 36 and a half against the Lakers the other night, but he still hit that over. Uh, as uh, JVT mentioned, not a lot of value there on that one. But other things I wanted to look at for Steph Curry, his three-pointers, six and a half is the number here. Over, you get a little plus money at plus 105, under at minus 134. What do you think about his three-point prop, JVT? I mean, I'm going to tend to be kind of boring on a lot of these because I, I feel like the play <laughs> is probably going to go under more often than not, especially like right. with premier players like Curry. You're, right. you're generally going to see those a little bit higher than they should be, mainly because the attention is going to be on Curry playing it over. You're going to have the thought like, hey, Steph Curry, of course he's going to hit seven threes tonight. And like, that's <laughs> How like, dare you bet the under? But like, if you really think about it, that's an insanely hard thing to do <laughs> to right. hit seven three-pointers in one game. So I get he's got the capabilities, but I, I would go under on that. You're not getting enough of a plus price to go over on something like that. The only other star player, obviously, you would maybe look at on the Warriors, Draymond Green. Interestingly enough, his points, assists, and rebounds props, all nine and a half on DraftKings right now. What do you make of that? Do you think that that means he's possibly able to achieve a triple-double tonight? Well, Mr. Triple Single, yeah, right, yeah. that's his nickname but actually I, I would say too and i don't know if you have them all in front of you but i yeah. think really when you look at like the value of betting some of these player props yeah what are you, you know, looking at you go to 
play, like the ancillary pieces outside of the main ones. You mm-hmm. know, like an Andrew Wiggins type, for example. When you're looking at the game plan, ER mentioned it a couple of nights ago, right? Where the Warriors were getting blitzed off the screens and Curry was getting doubled and the ball was getting out of his hands, it leads to shot attempts for other guys. And so I think that's where you look because Wiggins is 21 and a half. Right. So generally, if you're betting something like that over, I think you'd feel better about that than betting like a Steph Curry prop over, mainly because you know that they're likely going to get the shot attempts because the other team's main goal is to get the ball out of Steph Curry's hands. That would lead to more attempts for an Andrew Wiggins type. And whenever we talk about player props on primetime action, we always first ask the question, how do you see this game playing out, right? Because right. that'll play into how you're going to plan your props. So how do you see this game playing out? I mean, I, I tend to think that this, uh, it's funny, we were talking about like these being elimination games and the market kind of handling them as game seven types, right? We saw the mm-hmm. initial move yesterday uh, for the Pacers and uh, Wizards game going under the total. It started to creep its way back up. Like, I would think that between these two, if you look at what happened in the regular season, they were a little bit quicker, but they were lower scoring because both teams just weren't efficient offensively. I, I would tend to think that this is maybe a little bit lower scoring, so I would handle it from that perspective. And again, looking at some of these, a lot of these point totals under, especially when it comes to the guys like Curry and Draymond. Something to consider if you're looking at those player props tonight. But also this weekend, we have NBA playoffs. Uh, first games kicking off Saturday. Trailblazers and Nuggets. JBT, I know that you have a series price on the Nuggets. What do you think about total games played here? Over five and a half, under five and a half, six and a half. What are you thinking? I mean, the series price would make you think that this is probably going to go over, go seven. We had mm-hmm. a two, we had a series between these two. What was it two years ago, Yar, something like mm-hmm. that, where they went seven, and it was a really competitive series. The price tells you it's going to be really competitive. You know, I would tend to look at that over, and especially a team like the Nuggets. Like if you like the Nuggets, I would think it goes over two because you're hoping that they extend this out a little bit as the underdog, and maybe take game one, and hopefully you get healthy in the first two, you know, three games. Will Barton starts to come back, and you can probably end this thing. But this is going to be tightly contested series i think this goes over that it over is six the, and a half is two to one on yeah, it, it is the denver nuggets in the playoffs right. so a good chance it's going to be a seven game That's series correct. so it should be back and forth and yes i would bet over over games and, like they, and they have to make it go seven so it's going to be a little bit easier for the lakers in the next round <laughs> <laughs> well over six and a half again two to one on DraftKings. if you're interested in that on sunday lakers and suns also going on what do we think for total games played on this one five and a half six and a half what are we thinking I don't know about you. I, I for the for the write up, I, I had this as a six game series, like Lakers and six, and like it wasn't like really strong. It was like one of those you have to make a pick. So mm-hmm. I do think the Lakers win this series, but I thought Lakers and six seemed like a a comfortable and an easy selection there. Yeah, I th- I think this one's tricky. I I just don't know exactly how well the Suns are going to play in this series. Very capable. Um, it, but you know, I don't think they have the coaching edge. I think the, the Lakers can just kind of overwhelm them at times. So I would bet, uh, probably under on that under six and a half. Yeah. Under six and a half under, I could see this going five, six games. Yeah. So right now over five and a half minus minus one ninety-five. a lot of juice there and under six and a half also minus two seventy-five. So those are the favorites there. Any other futures bets or series you bets you've made uh, for this weekend? I haven't done a lot. Like I said, I, I bet the, the Lakers at minus, I thought 140, 145 was cheap in the series. That's the only one I have. All right. More coming up right here on My Guys in the Desert. Number two, my guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook. It's uh, Matt Humans, JVT, Aaron Renning, and look who's here, Paul Stone. Thanks to uh, Chris Andrews, the South Point Sportsbook director, stepping in for our 
number one. Chris sat in here and explained the process behind making the college football openers. He put up lines on over 100 games this morning. And uh, Paul Stone, one of the guys, one of the sharps firing away at the plays today. Paul, uh, thanks for coming in. Before we talk college football, let's talk golf because you love to bet golf as well. We got the PGA. Uh, we're getting toward the end of uh, round number two, and uh, we're getting close to the cut uh, today. How are your pre-tournament uh, futures bets and matchups doing as uh, we head to the weekend at the PGA? You know, not bad. Like, you know, as you know, golf is, is such a, a nice four-day sweat. Someday a two-day, you know, sometimes a two-day sweat if your players don't make the cut. But uh, you, you can never tell. But I feel pretty good about my position. I took uh, – I did have Sam Burns. He was my shortest of six players uh -huh. that I, I played to win the tournament at 60-1, to 1, and obviously he withdrew. I had him in the matchup as well. But I have some other players with some real long shot possibilities. My five other players that I played were all 100-1 to 1 or greater. So uh, shaping up pretty well. It'll, it'll be interesting, though. So much can change on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, shaping up to be a great golf tournament. And uh, I'm surprised Brooks Kepka. Certainly surprised about Phil Mickelson, much more so than Kepka. But uh, Kepka's obviously healthy and back, and this has been his tournament. Paul, how many? Uh, sounds like you got what six futures, uh, six guys to win. Did you bet? Um, how many matchups did you bet? I have got probably I bet round by round matchups too. I've probably the probably paid 15 first and second round matchups total and probably have about 15 tournament matchups. So you're matchups. pretty focused on the matchups. That, that's where I focus my energies is the matchups, absolutely. Sam Burns did you no favors by withdrawing? He didn't. In the uh, first yeah. round, I think he played nine holes and called it quits, right? But, uh, right. I don't, know if right. He, I don't know if he got through nine. I also had uh, Francisco Molinari uh, at plus money over Kevin Na. And Kevin Nye shot the first day about seven or eight over. And, uh, of course, Molinari uh, withdrew before the tournament. So that's going to be a, a, a refund. You know, that's yeah. a push. So at least he didn't start and quit. So since he didn't start, I get my money back on that one. Yeah, there's an odds maker and uh, bookmaker in town. I call him who was laughing at the uh, betting public for betting Phil Mickelson in this tournament. He called it donations to the book. Uh, Phil Mickelson was up around 225 to ones. And uh, right now, he's one stroke off the lead, five under par. Brooks Kepka was up around 55 to 1 at some spots. Kepka right now, Louis Oosthuizen shared the lead on the back nine, headed to the weekend. Masters champ, Hideki Matsuyama, uh, two strokes back. It's JVT's guy. JVT bet him in the Masters. And uh, Bryson DeChambeau now at three under, three strokes back. And Aaron Renning and I were talking about it. I didn't make any really big bets on uh, the futures board before the tournament. Justin Thomas was my biggest bet, and he's burning out. He's, in a, he's not going to come close here. Um, but last night I did bet a couple guys on the adjusted board at Circus Sports, Paul. I took 26 to 1 on Bryson DeChambeau and 12 to 1 on Brooks Kepka. Uh, we just, not, very, not many handicappers felt Kepka was going to be sharp coming into this tournament. He missed the cut at the Masters. He's a two time PGA champ. And uh, I guess you had to believe his quote when he said, uh, Hey, I'm healthy enough to play. It's a major. I'm showing up to compete. Uh, he's proven it here the past couple days. Did you think about taking the 50, 50 55 to 1 on uh, Brooks Kepka? You know, I wish I could say that yeah. I did, Matt, but I didn't. You know, I mean, I, with the last time we saw him, obviously the Masters was a little over a month ago. 
but uh, the, the knee surgery, uh, you know, he could hardly even squat down to line up putts. He, he was having to position himself uh, awkwardly in, in some situations, and clearly he was in pain. And you just, I always kind of handicap from the perspective that until you get something different, you expect to get what you've always gotten. It's probably not proper English, but, uh, you know, you expect to see more of the same. And I wait for people to, to break that streak. And he's, uh, you know, he's clearly shown that he's back uh, – back at the top of his game, and I guess he's a two-time uh, PGA champ here. Uh, he's won it twice, so uh, he's, this is his tournament, and he's going to be tough to beat, but what a story it would be if, if Phil Mickelson can stay in the tournament I'm still for the whole weekend. I'm still, I don't know about you. I'm still expecting Phil to implode at some point the next What's two days. The, what would the in-play or what would the odds be on Mickelson now, Matt? Headed into the weekend, one stroke back of the lead, I would still say around – 15 to 20 to 1. What do you think, Paul? I was going to say, you know, 10 to 15 or so, okay. but around maybe around 15, yeah. Most of my futures are shot. I do have uh, Joaquin Neiman at 67 to 1. He's one under. He's got a shot going into the weekend. Then those adjusted bets last night on uh, Kepka and DeChambeau. So we'll see how we do. I did throw a graphic up here. Um, fan favorites to miss the cut, and it's going to disappoint a lot of people not to see these guys on the weekend. Patrick Reed, Fat Pat, five over par. Sergio Garcia, plus six. Dustin Johnson, how about that? Six over par. And JVT's guy, he had high hopes for this guy. Frank Bensel Jr., 21 over par. (laughs) Those are some of the fan favorites to miss the cut at the PGA. John Daly, 22 over par through 14 holes. Yeah, the cut's going to be close. Uh, I looked at it a short time ago, and top 70 in ties make the weekend. And uh, right now at plus four, it goes to uh, tied for 59th, goes right to 70. So the plus fives, which include Patrick Reed, I think have at least a 50-50 chance of making it. Yeah, it looks that way. Uh, Looks like Justin Thomas might miss the cut. Um, uh, Rory's actually rallied a little bit today. Rory McIlroy has played better, so I think he's at even par. Right now. All right, Paul, we brought you into talk college football for the most part, so let's do that now. Chris Andrews uh, said you were probably the guy out there firing the most at his openers today. You said you bet about 20 games. Is that right? I did. I bet 20 uh, games. I bet one game twice. Uh, so, yeah, I have 21 tickets on the games of the year. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, they do a great job, Chris and his, his team. I think they probably put up uh, better numbers this year, maybe than even in past years. Um, very difficult to, to find great value uh, on anything. I, I found a, you know found a few tickets, obviously. And you know when I come out here, one of my main objectives is to get tickets that I think are going to have value the week of the game. You know, if you're not going to have value the week of the game, why are you going to hold up your money for you know three mm-hmm. to five months? So uh, that's that's a, there's some speculation involved, but you try to take tickets that you think will have value. And I come in with a, you know, I kind of script my bets. I kind of know games that I'm going to look at. I have buy prices on certain games. I have teams that I think he might have overrated in comparison to my numbers. Teams that might be underrated compared to mine. So I kind of go in with a little bit of a. A, um, you know, some sheets and some ideas what I'm going to do. Yeah, I was surprised, Paul, that Chris said really it was maybe a handful of games that moved two, three points. He didn't have a lot of big movers. I mean, you've done this year after year. It's not that uncommon to have seven-point moves when these come up, right? Yeah, it's not. You know, I don't think in person here, I know the Rampart put them up as well. I don't think there were maybe quite as many people as there's been in past years. So that might have had something to do with it. And, and they did a solid job. And uh, – 
you know, that, that makes it tough. You know, there's not going to be as many bets when the, the betters don't feel as good about uh, the, uh, the value that they might have. So, yeah, they did, a, they did some good work. All right, I was projecting the LSU-UCLA line Saturday, September 4th at the Rose Bowl to be LSU between 7 and 8. DraftKings opened 4.5, LSU 4.5 on the road. Chris Andrews here opened at LSU minus 2. Uh, Paul, were you one of the guys who drove that number up to 3.5 here at the South Point? You know, even though I made the line higher, I, I'm, I, ha- I don't have a ticket on LSU in that game right mm-hmm. now. I'm just a little bit... Uh, a little bit concerned about them, uh, but but that is a uh, I probably should have played it. You know, if you don't play, if you don't play it quickly, somebody's going to get the number, and once it goes from two to, to three and a half, you know, you kind of lose your taste for it. But uh, yeah, that that was a number that I I really thought would be closer to a touchdown. Closer to a touchdown? Yeah, I was talking with Jimmy Ott of ESPN Radio in Baton Rouge, and he said the same thing. He, he can't believe that line is so cheap. LSU is going to be a lot better than people think. I, I wonder about uh, I wonder about UCLA, too, because I do think they've got a couple of quarterbacks who can uh, who can move the ball and play well, but you lose Demetric Felton, who was one of the uh, playmakers, the, a versatile guy on that offense. And Chip Kelly's recent recruiting classes have not been that impressive. Uh, so... Uh, Jimmy's point was he thinks LSU is going to overpower UCLA on the lines, both lines, too. So that's something to think of. In the Pac-12, where does UCLA rank when uh, when you look at that conference? Oregon, number one? Yeah, I think you've got to make probably Oregon number one, just thinking off the top of my head. I think USC's probably uh, two, and then you've got, uh, you've got Washington probably coming in third and I'm just kind of going off the cuff here um you know Utah would be ahead of uh UCLA and UCLA might be in that next group you know UCLA you've got to be concerned about their lines you've got to be concerned about their defense they do return uh basically every player besides Dominique Felton who's a a big loss obviously so you know and I I look at it too even though I didn't bet it you know you're you have to be concerned about the SEC versus the the Pac-12 angle because you're 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 it's an SEC team and it's not bowl season which is a different season it's the season opener so uh everybody comes with their full measure of collective psyche and energy in that opening game so that'll be an interesting one though you know Paul you're also going to have a lot of those Bayou Bengal wackos like Jimmy Ott coming out to Pasadena (laughs) for the game yeah, they, they Rose Bowl's going to have 20,000 uh, 20, LSU fans out there for that game. Yeah, I mean, they, they do travel well, and, uh, you know, it might not be that, you know, I heard you talking to Chris and how he calculated home uh-huh. field advantage this year, and uh, when you get fans that are going to travel like the, the folks from Baton Rouge will, it might, uh, the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl might be uh, Tiger Stadium West come the first weekend in September. I plan on being there that day for that game. Looking forward to that. LSU and UCLA Saturday, September 4th, uh, when college football season kicks off. I love Pasadena. It's my favorite place to watch college football games. Alabama, Miami is in Atlanta. Georgia, Clemson, and Charlotte that same weekend. Uh, so Chris opened Alabama 13 over Miami. I'm going to guess you're one of the guys who laid the 13 to move that number up to 16. I wish I was one of the guys that laid the 13, but I'm one of the guys that laid the 14. So in uh, the spirit of being uh, forthright, I didn't get it. I heard somebody, I think the first bet made was, I I usually just jump to the front of the line, and I'm the first one to bet every year. And this year I said, i got to let these guys go first. So uh, I think, I don't know if it was Brad Powers, one of the other guys, but uh, somebody bet the 13. But I got 14. I actually bet Alabama four times. 
Uh, I didn't go in with that plan, but I bet Alabama minus 14 against Miami. I bet Alabama minus 10 at uh, Texas A&M. I bet Alabama at home over LSU uh, minus 17. And then bet, bet them in the Iron Bowl at Auburn in late November minus 12. So bet Alabama four times. Uh, faded a number of teams multiple times. Faded Auburn three times. Iowa State three times. Penn State a couple of times. And Ole Miss twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet, as we said, I bet 21, uh, 21 tickets. I've got eight underdogs, 12 favorites, and one game was pick them. Historically, I've always had a lot more underdogs than favorites. And uh, it just kind of worked out uh, that, that I had more favorites this time. But, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of fun, a lot of good numbers, and great to be. This is just right up my alley. I love to be betting college football in, uh, in late May. Did you, would you say, Paul, that you bet, um, sounds like a lot of SEC, a lot of Big 12? Yeah, that's true. Of course, that's naturally a lot of other ga- a lot of other games that they post, mm-hmm. but a lot of a lot of SEC games. Uh, several Big Twelve. I took Texas plus ten over Iowa State. Right. I know Chris said that he he probably thought that he had Iowa State rated too high, or certainly sounds like different than your opinion. Right, and that's one of them on my sheet that I kind of go in with. Uh, you know, I had teams that I, I thought he might have overrated, and Iowa State's at the top <laughs> of the list of teams yeah. I thought. That he might have overrated. I think another team that's a little bit overrated is probably going to be North Carolina. Um, got Sam Howell back at quarterback, but they lose tons of skill. They lose some wide receivers that put up huge numbers. Lose a couple of running backs that uh, gained a thousand yards. So uh, that was. Uh, I think they have some considerable losses, and that's the one ticket that I got twice. Uh, was NC State at home as a home underdog in late November. Took NC State plus eleven over North Carolina. Came back and took NC State plus ten over North Carolina. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports. How about the uh, Georgia-Clemson game that first weekend? Why did you make the number on that? Chris opened Clemson minus three and a half. When Chris put out the list yesterday of the 102 games he was going to offer, I'm going to guess you made your own line on most of those, right? On all of them. All yeah, of them. 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 What did you make the line on that game? Georgia three and Clemson. a half. Three and a half. Right. Yeah, right there the with Chris Andrews. How about... Notre Dame at Florida State the same weekend. That's Sunday night football. That's going to be a heavily bet game. Chris opened Notre Dame 6 at Florida State. I think DraftKings opened that Notre Dame 9 a couple of days ago. Yeah, I didn't bet it because I'm a little bit concerned about Notre Dame with the new quarterback and just some of the personnel issues. Um, The Florida State game being the opening game, you know, for that new quarterback, whoever wins that job. I think I might have made it 11 off the top of my head. Really? So I made Notre Dame a, a... a bigger favorite. I'm not. Uh, I'll wait again on Florida State to, to show something in Mike Norvell's uh, second year before I get on board with them. All right, we got about a minute left. I, I have to ask you about these two games. Uh, one is going to be uh, Texas. Is that actually um, Louisiana at Texas? Steve Sarkissian's opener, September 4th. Longhorns minus nine in Oklahoma, Texas on October 9th. And uh, Chris Open, Oklahoma minus nine. In my numbers, mm-hmm. Oklahoma minus nine, Texas minus nine. Really? I had the exact same thing he had. I was hoping to play Louisiana, uh, but I was looking for ten. And since I didn't get ten, I thought, you know, it's not going to be less than seven. So, uh, you know, I'll, seven and a half, eight, whatever it is, is, is no different. So since I couldn't get ten, I'll just wait and see what happens. All right, that's Paul Stone firing on the college football openers here at the South Point. Are you going to be around all weekend? You're going to hang out down at the Circus Sportsbook, possibly. I'll probably, yeah, I'm going to be down there tomorrow meeting a buddy from uh, um, out of state, and we're going to watch uh, watch some golf. So uh, I'm going to be down there tomorrow. Going to be uh, be around Sunday as well. All right, I'll see you down at Circa tomorrow then. 
Absolutely. Appreciate you guys having me on. All right, Paul Stone, thanks for stopping in the South Point Sportsbook. We come back. More NBA with Aaron Renning and JVT. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Danielle Avari. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRiver Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, you get a $250 match bonus, the fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem in Illinois, New Jersey.
New Jersey and Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. This is the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Now back to My Guys in the Desert with Matt Humans, JVT, and Aaron Rinning. All right, talk hockey for a minute. Yesterday, I considered the opinions of about seven sharp hockey handicappers who like the Minnesota Wild over the Vegas Golden Knights, and <laughs> I leaned that way too. So bet the uh, Wild yesterday, and uh, Minnesota led that game 2 nothing. Had a third goal, wiped off by a video replay, and uh, what could have been a 3 nothing game turned into a 5-2 loss, and the Golden Knights take a 2-1 series lead. Uh, last night, so it was a loser for a lot of us. Lou Finicaro was on the show yesterday. He said he liked the Golden Knights, so he got that one uh, right. He ended up on the right side. Mark Stone scored two of the Golden Knights' five unanswered goals last night, and um, BGK comes back to get the win, take a leg up in the series. Did you bet the hockey game last night? Uh, no, I haven't no. bet any hockey. I watched it, of course, Matt. I mean, it was qu- kind of crazy when you think of how things how quickly things can change. You felt probably great about your bet. After yeah. the first period, and then everything uh, total domination the first right. period, yeah. and then it just uh, completely flipped. So it's crazy how sports happens like so, that. So on the Circus Sportsbook last night, video Randy McKay, professional sports better, VSIN contributor, down at the Circus Sportsbook with the Golden Knights cheerleaders <laughs> last night, and uh, I saw that video as well. Yeah, man. probably a good idea to keep him away from the cheerleaders. He's dangerous. <laughs> Uh, he says his best bet is Edmonton in the series over Winnipeg. Edmonton around even money or plus 110. If uh, you want to play the Oilers in the series, that's Randy's best bet. At the South Point for tonight, this game starts uh, in about 10 to 15 minutes. Boston minus 165 over Washington, total of 5.5. Carolina minus 140 over Nashville, total of 5.5. Shaded under minus 130. And uh, Winnipeg Edmonton is uh, Oilers minus 170. That's shaded over five and a half. And uh, Colorado St. Louis, the final game tonight, is uh, Avalanche minus 240. Another total of five and a half. All right, that's hockey. Uh, JVT, you don't have any hockey bets tonight, do you? I have, well, I have a series bet on uh, Vegas minus 105 after yeah. they lost game one. You know, you figured when you looked at some of the numbers how well they had been playing, but that's the only thing I got in hockey. Randy McKay says he's small on the Blues. Plus $2 tonight. All right, what are your best bets in the NBA for tonight or series? So I don't have anything tonight. You know, again, um, strategy for me is going to be to hope that Golden State gets off to a slow start so I can come in game and get some value, whether it's a plus price or whether it's a a really short line to lay there. Because I do think ultimately the Warriors will win this game. But I agree with ER that that five at this point right now, a little too rich for me. As far as the series go, you know, I have two so far. uh, Pre-flop series, Hawks minus 120 over the Knicks and a little bit of plus 112 in the Denver Nuggets over the Portland Trailblazers. ER, your best bets? Uh, My two biggest bets on the weekend – uh, in the totals market, of course, uh, I've got the Celtics Nets uh, right here currently at the South Point over 228. My other best bet that I have, a uh, big bet tomorrow, Clippers, Mavericks uh, under, uh, best number I believe right now, under 218 and a half at Circa. All right, we'll get to, we're going to finish the show with uh, golf and NBA, the final two segments. I uh, do want to mention baseball one more time. You have a baseball play tonight. It's not on this game, but Dodgers, Giants, and San Francisco, the first time these teams have hooked up 
this season. Trevor Bauer and Alex Wood and Dodgers 125 road favorites after winning 8 of 9 on that recent homestand. Bauer, a slight favorite over Wood tonight. Total of uh, 7. You do have a play on the White Sox in the Yankees game. Carlos Rodon against Jordan Montgomery, and uh, you played the White Sox, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, I've bet very little baseball this year, Matt. I, you could, I could see that the NBA was going to run a month longer into the middle of May, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to really mess uh, with a lot of baseball this year. Probably was a good decision. <laughs> so certainly for full disclosure, haven't done a whole heck of a lot, but I did, I think the best bet here, the White Sox, uh, minus 105 at the Westgate, the first five innings. White Sox in the first five for Aaron Renning. We come back, we'll update the PGA and uh, look at all the NBA series we haven't talked about yet next on My Guys in the Desert. Tonight, we have a special after-the-cut edition of the Long Shots podcast. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds review the odds heading into the weekend of the PGA Championship and tell you who they like and who you should fade after the cut. Check it out tonight at vcin.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to My Guys in the Desert with Matt Humans, JVT, and Aaron Rinning. All right, we talked about the Heat Bucks series, the Celtics Nets series. Uh, just recap for anyone who missed it, JVT, did you have any plays on those uh, two games or the series? Uh, no. You know, I, I am maybe potentially looking at an exact series result between Brooklyn and Boston, you know, five or uh, five or four, but I have not made any plays yet in either one of those ER. series. Uh, I bet the Nets-Boston game over the total. Uh, smaller bet on the Nets, minus seven and a half. All right, let's go to uh, Mavericks and Clippers. The series open Saturday in L.A., Clips, five-point favorites, total of 218.5. JVT, are the Clippers still your pick to win the West? Yeah, they are. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with their growth in the second half. And ER and I actually were talking about this very early in the year around uh, the All-Star break. You know, the defense for the Clippers, if you remember the first half, was not really good. I think they finished first half All-Star break like 19th in defensive mm-hmm. efficiency. Uh, but one of the things that stuck out to me, if you look at what the NBA provides in terms of tracking data in the first half was Clippers were actually one of the best teams in terms of tightly contested shots, but they're one of the worst teams in terms of shooting percentage on those shots. So they're getting their spots. Opponents were just hitting those. And then you get to the second half, sixth in terms of uh, defensive efficiency and non-garbage time minutes, which cleaning the glass tracks there. Then one of the better defensive teams in the league since the All-Star break. Those have regressed to the mean while their offense and their three-point shooting has maintained its course. So I think if those are all legitimate regressions, which it seems to be, yeah, this is, I think, the best team in the Western Conference. So, yeah, I'm totally in, in Los Angeles still. You know, the big thing here with the Clippers and, uh, like, so many of these teams moving into the playoffs, we don't know what their A game, what their best game, what their best number is at this point. So it remains to be seen. But we know this much. When Kawhi and Paul George were on the floor, they were very good. When those two played in the same game, they were 32-11. and 11. Outscoring uh, the opposition when those two are on the floor by uh, about 18 points, plus 18 points. Uh, so very good with that duo. And then, you know, in this matchup, the Clippers have certainly made it known that they like to take the at least attempt to take the number one opposition out. And if you do that here with Dallas, and keep in mind they have the defenders to throw at Luka Doncic here, Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly can all guard him. And if he can take at least slow down Luka, uh, it's going to give you a great chance to win this series. I think keep it 
uh, a low-scoring game as well, uh, as I expect uh, Clippers to be really good defensive team uh, into the playoffs. They have the personnel. They get Beverly healthy. Um, obviously, more Kawhi and George helps them defensively. Ibaka comes back as well. Uh, last year, uh, Dallas was obviously very efficient offensively. It was defense where they had their issues. This year, coming into training camp, coming into the regular season, they talked about they wanted to be able to a uh, championship caliber team. They absolutely had to improve defensively. We saw that really throughout the year for the first couple of months. So I would think if they get back to that mantra, a uh, good chance this one goes under the total. And I would say, too, for their offense, the, the one thing that's kind of stuck out to me, humans, one of the things that I really disliked about the first half of the year for Los Angeles was they didn't really have a two-point guard. They didn't have, like, a north-south guy to attack the rim. They were bottom 20s in terms of frequency of attempts within four feet of the basket. Second half, they're 14th. So, like, they've really turned on another level in, all right, let's start to attack the basket. That generates movement with the ball. And this is the best shooting team across the board in every category, whether it's corner shooting, non-corner shooting overall. And that kind of just helps your offense to the most part. So what I think I just like the most is the improvements and the growth that I've seen in the areas in which they struggled in the first half. And I think that leads to a pretty good team. Playoff P, Paul George says he's got a totally different mentality this year, JVT, after the Clippers <laughs> burned out in the bubble. Well, I mean, it looks like it. I mean, yeah. he, does, he, he was playing very well. And remember that seven, eight-game stretch where they didn't have Kawhi. It was, you know, knee contusion, calf contusion, whatever it was. And he was fantastic during that seven-game stretch. Mm -hmm. So he does seem statistically to be a little bit better, and he just seems from an anecdotal standpoint to be better this uh, I'll year. Be, I'll be expecting no shots off the side of the backboard this year. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was, I was going to talk crap about Alex Caruso the other night, but then he yeah, went right. back and forth to turnover on the next possession. I was like, uh -huh. well, you can't really do that. Caruso was actually playing better than Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Right? Yep. Well, you love the plus-minus. Look at that box score. Look at Dennis Schroeder's plus-minus from a couple nights ago. That Lakers win the game by three. Seven. I think uh, Dennis was minus 18 or something like that. Look it up, JVT. Hey, Drummond. the Clippers, Mavericks Clippers total is 218 and a half. Uh, this is down from around 223. I saw the high up there. ER, did you play this under? Yeah, I got a pretty okay. – that's probably my biggest bet of the weekend under the total on that one. Minus 20 for Schroeder. In the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blazers, Nuggets, and Denver. Uh, that series opened Saturday night. Nuggets minus one. Uh, total held pretty steady here at 227. Um, start with you, ER. What do you uh, see here in Portland, Denver? I really haven't done much in this series. I, I rode Portland down the stretch last couple of weeks. You could see that they turned it on. They flipped the switch. They got swept at home by the Memphis Grizzlies. After that, they had kind of a team meeting. They switched everything up. Uh, but you have to remember, they were all out. They were in playoff mode. They were probably catching some teams that, you know, Memphis, when they went to, to the Grizzlies, uh, the Grizzlies were turning from that road trip, probably a little bit of payback. They went to Indiana. Indiana had fallen on hard times. Uh, obviously, the last game of the year uh, when they beat up Denver it was never a contest. You know, certainly Denver is going to put up more of a fight. They didn't play their starters in the second half in that game. So I guess I'm not sure what uh, the Nuggets A game is here because I think they certainly will miss Jamal Murray. It'll be, I, it, to me, it kind of comes down to how well Porter Jr. plays here uh, for Denver because he's kind of got to be the second guy. Uh, last year, he was somewhat of a liability in the playoffs, certainly defensively. He has definitely improved, uh, so we'll see if he can step up. If he does or doesn't, probably he's going to uh, make or break Denver in this series. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this. And it's funny, humans, like when you see some of the pricing around, the consensus price uh, early yesterday was about uh, Portland minus 130. We seem to have kind of come back down a little bit. It's a pick in a lot of spots. Circus still has Portland as a good, solid favorite. But, you know, there's going to be the talk, and there should be, right? There's an inherent advantage for Portland in the backcourt. But I think there's an equal advantage for Denver in the frontcourt. When you talk about Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon, and Michael Porter Jr., you know, that's a really good duo to have up front against a relatively weak interior defense that Portland has been throughout the entire season. And, you know, when you talk about those three on the floor together, 122.4 points, every 100 possessions, they only give up 111.6. They're really skilled in that area. And when we're talking about the series-long thing, it does sound like at some point, it's not going to be game one, that Will Barton is going to come back. Monte Morris is healthy again. You know, I, I like Denver in this series. They've been kind of yeah. put out to pasture, it seems, a little bit here. Portland's a pretty flawed team, though, still in, uh, of their own right. But they have a couple of great guards, including Damian Lillard, one of the uh, best in the NBA. C.J. McCollum called LeBron the actor of the year for his performance uh, <laughs> a couple nights ago when he took the f- hard foul. See, Lillard, Lillard called uh, Draymond an MF or two. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, you needed a Wes Reynolds to recap that. It was a little professional wrestling the other night uh, in that Lakers Golden State, complete with the eye gouge. LeBron is a dramatic actor, there's no doubt about it. All right, let's go. We got three more series to talk about, plus a PGA update next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com. And remember, you can download the free OddsTrader app right now and start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Now back to my guys in the desert with Matt Humans, JVT, and Aaron Rinning. All right, JVT, I did not bet Xander Shoffley in this major. No? I didn't bet him. Didn't bet him, and I'm glad because right now he's five over par, and he's sitting on the cut line. The projected cut now is plus five. It looks like uh, Fat Pat Reed is going to sneak in for the weekend. And um, it looked like for sure today he was going to miss the cut. But now that cut line has come down from projected of plus two, which was not realistic, to plus five. And uh, so he's going to sneak in along with Jason Day, Webb Simpson. Guys look like for sure they would were headed home for the weekend. But you're going to get about 80 players at plus five or better. So fan favorite Pat Reed's going to stick around for the weekend, it looks like. Sergio Garcia not going to make it at plus six. DJ not going to make it. Uh, Frank Bensel Jr. I know a lot of people really high on his hopes, including you. Fan favorite, yeah, of course. You, been, you I, took Frank Bensel high in our golf league draft. I think it took him like the second to last round. <laughs> <laughs> and John Daly blowing up as well. He's not going to make it. Uh, so the leader, Brooks Kepka and uh, Louis Eustizen sharing the lead. Actually, did Kepka just drop a stroke? Kepka, yeah, yeah, dropped to uh, five under. So Oosthuizen is the the leader. Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka each have five under uh, going to the weekend, and it's going to be interesting. Last night at Circa, I did bet Kepka at twelve to one and DeChambeau at twenty six to one. The only real live long shot I've got going into the weekend is Joaquin Neiman at sixty seven to one. He's at one under. And uh, in the top 15, how about you? How many bets do you have on this aside from our golf league draft? Actually, I'm only in the uh, the golf league draft. It? Up to the eyeballs and NBA coverage, Matt Humans. So uh, did not really get involved in the PGA Championship other than donating to whoever is going to win our draft. It's not going to be Jeff Sherman this time, it appears. Oh, really? Justin uh. Thomas also going to miss the cut. Big flop uh, in the PGA JT. All right, let's get back to NBA betting with uh, – JVT and Aaron Renning. You can follow him on Twitter at me, JVT, and ER Sports One. And uh, we've got three series we haven't talked about yet, but let's talk about tonight's play in tournament game first and uh, your opinions on the Grizzlies and Golden State and how the winner of this series matches up in the first round of the playoffs. JVT, go with you first. So I think in this, you know, ultimately it's not really going on in the limb and saying that the team favored by five at home is going to win this, but I do think Golden State is going to win this and, and move on and grab that final play and seed. I just I think when you watch Memphis play this year, you know, a couple of things, you know, remember this staff hails from Bud and, you know, Milwaukee, and we, we see a lot of the same tendencies defensively, priority rim defense, drop pick and roll coverage, allowing perimeter shots, and so that plays into 
into the hands of some perimeter-oriented teams, and when you have a good perimeter player like the Golden State Warriors do, you get results like you did in the final game of the regular season where he drops 47 points uh, and ultimately leads his team to a victory. So that, I think, ultimately leads them here to an edge. But I think ER had a great point, which is after a game like they played against Los Angeles Lakers just a day ago and now having to come back after one day of rest and play what is an elimination game against a different opponent, that does set up for a little bit of a slower start. So my hope is that the Golden State Warriors do get off to that slow start. You come in game, lay a much smaller price or even a little bit of a plus price. Okay. Yeah, I did not bet this game. One thing you mentioned, Matt, I think it's going to be very real here. Boy, this is going to be a very difficult turnaround for whoever wins this game, whether it's Memphis, most likely uh, Golden State, but then you got to go play uh, obviously up in altitude in Utah. Utah expecting to have not a full crowd, but uh, quite a few fans, I think 13,000 there. So, um, yeah, very tough. All right, let's go to Hawks and Knicks in the East. And the uh, Knicks open as one or one-and-a-half-point favorites at the Mecca on Sunday, JVT, and it's a uh, total of 215. Now, you did make a series bet on the Hawks. Yeah, I, I got them at minus 120 to win the series. So, And I think I've seen now it's starting to pop like minus 135 or 130 in some spots. So I, I just think overall Atlanta – you know, we could throw away, I think, the regular season matchups. There's a lot of different factors that went into those games, right? New York is 3-0 and against Atlanta this year. Lloyd Pierce was a coach for two of those. Trey Young leaves the third quarter of the final game with an eight-point lead and an ankle injury. So I think there is some nuance to looking at that and realizing that maybe that's not exactly how the series plays out. But, you know, you can start with New York offensively. Very good shooting team, but outside of that, they're a team that takes a lot of mid-range shots but doesn't hit a lot of mid-range shots. No real presence offensively within four feet of the basket. And the offense seems to fall off when Julius Randle's not on the floor. Derrick Rose helps that a little bit, uh, but they're really relying on their key guy there on the offensive end. And while they're really good defensively, you know, I, this is in points per weekly this week as well. There are a lot of numbers to indicate that, for lack of a better term, the Knicks are getting lucky. They're giving up a lot of wide-open attempts that his opponents aren't hitting those attempts. And I feel mm-hmm. like in a best-of-seven series against the same opponent on a night-to-night basis, if you're giving up those looks, you're going to pay for those. And Atlanta, is, they're, they're versatile. I know ER, you like lineups. They can go traditionally big with Clint Capello. They can go small with Collins at the five. They can put five shooters out on the floor one time. I just think there's a really big edge here for Atlanta in a series like this. Uh, I don't disagree. You know, I thought I was going to be playing Atlanta in this series. I did not get there. I think when you do look at the matchups, the players on the court um, somewhat clearly favors uh, the Atlanta Hawks here. But you could have said that to start the season, and the Hawks got off to such a, a, yeah. a slow start. And the Knicks have been underrated all year. I have them power rated extremely high. Uh, at this point, so I did not get there with any type of bet. Couple things to look at, and that's that's what you have with the Knicks. I mean, they are not going to get any better. You have to remember, and, and that much has been made this week about it with Tibbs. They are all out to win every single regular season game, and it's probably hurt his teams in the playoffs. Julius Randle, the number one uh, minutes played in the NBA, R.J. Barrett, number two. So they don't have another level. Uh, to get to, but the level that they've played at has been very good. Uh, again, JVT, you hit on some of the matchups that helped them very much, some of the key metrics as well as far as the three-point shooting. I mean, the Hawks have, have defended the three-point shot very well as well. Some of that's been a little bit uh, lucky for them. Um, so, like I said, on the court, but I, I thought the intangibles as far as home court uh, the coaching here probably favors the Knicks. The Knicks have had uh, better chemistry all season as well, so uh, that kept me off it. I think the key matchup to look here uh, as far as 
you know, Atlanta has so many different ways to score in this series. I'm not sure you can say the same thing about the Knicks. And for Atlanta to get back DeAndre Hunter here, yep. uh, that is the absolute kind of guy that you want to be able to defend Julius Randle in this series. So I think that's that's a key matchup, probably going to get the Hawks uh, over the top in the end. New York Post uh, sports page today said Tibbs versus Trey. Defensive wizard Tom Thibodeau against Trey Young in this one. Hey, uh, quick look at the NBA Coach of the Year finalists. Tom Thibodeau, Monty Williams, Quinn Snyder. Who's the winner, JVT? I think it's ultimately Monty Williams. You know, okay. The Western Conference is respected in a little bit more than the Eastern Conference. It's the top seed. You know, They've done a really good job. Top team in a lot of metrics, too. So I think ultimately Monty Williams wins it. And we've also seen, I, I've seen five ballots released at this point. All of them had Monty Williams mm-hmm. as the winner. So that's also why I think. I mean, my personal opinion would be uh, Tibbs. But I, I kind of agree if you handicap it, I think uh, Monty Williams is going to get a lot of love. All right, let's get to Wizards and Sixers. Philly opens minus seven, total of uh, 228.5 JVT. I just, I, I'm not sure where Washington's offense comes from in, in this series. You know, Philly's so good defensively in every area of the floor, whether it's the three point line, whether it's mid range, whether it's uh, within four feet of the basket. And on the other end, you know, very quietly throughout this 24, 25 game run that the Wizards have been on, they've actually been really solid defensively. But the one area in which they have really struggled, they give up a lot of mid range shots and they're actually really poor in terms of their defense in that area. Joel Embiid's evolved into a, an elite mid-range scorer, and that's where this team gets a lot of their offense from. I just see a lot of edges in Philadelphia's, you know, in Philadelphia's uh, view. I think this is at most a five-game series, and I think Philly obviously moves on. I would agree with that. I mean, you're you're right, JVT. You think, of, and really, I didn't go too further than just looked at some of the quick matchups yep. here because you have essentially Ben Simmons. Uh, to guard Russell Westbrook. I mean, that, that'll be fun to watch. Both <laughs> both those defenders play about 15, <laughs> 15 foot off the other to take away uh, any kind of uh, rim attack, let them shoot three-pointers. Uh, and then for Philadelphia, of course, they have Danny Green and, and Thibault to throw at Beal. And then you have on top of that, you have Embiid to protect the rim. Uh, and, of course, I mean, at least at this point, Philadelphia should know if you if you get out and you don't let Washington score in transition – uh, and they should be well-rested, well-versed on, on how to take away that, then you really have some edges here. So I think this would be a pretty quick series. And really well. quick, one of my favorite things that I was looking at, like Daniel Gafford's been their best center down this stretch, right, mm-hmm. for Washington. He gives up three inches and 50 pounds to Joel Embiid. Like, so that's your best option statistically, and it's a complete mismatch if you want to put him out there on Embiid. Those series we just talked about, did you guys bet any of the game ones? No, I haven't, I haven't bet a, a game one yet up to this point. Okay. How about Lakers-Suns? Did you bet game one or the series? Phoenix, two-and-a-half-point favorite at home on uh, Sunday, but an underdog in the series to the Lakers. Yeah, I still, I, ER, do you think there's still value in like a minus 150 price in Los Angeles if you look at it from a series perspective? I think there is a little bit. I made the series about 180, 190. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, I haven't bet it yet, but I still think I'd be willing to get involved at minus 150 for the series. You know, yeah, I think the I, Lakers win. This I did series. not have the Suns rated that high, yeah. and some of that was them falling by the wayside uh, really the last month of the season. Now, you know, I could be a little bit low, and I could be underestimating this Suns team. A week off will certainly help. I thought Monty Williams burned about a little bit, did not rest quick, uh, Chris Paul at all. Uh, Booker kind of wore down. As the season went, um, as the season went on as well, so um, I could be—I certainly could uh, have this Suns team underrated. Yeah. 
All right, JVT, I know on the Hardwood Handicappers podcast, you can go to vcin.com, check out all your NBA content. You just finished your write-ups on the series previews. Uh, what did you pick for the finals matchup? Clippers and Nets. Clippers, Nets. ER, what did you go with? Uh, I have, I don't know if I picked anything there, but I think the, my recent was uh, I have the Jazz and Nets. I think I have the Jazz over the Nets, which we'll see if that can ever happen in this uh, this plan, this yeah. NBA world that we live in. Both of you guys are going with the Nets. I went with uh, Jazz Sixers. Yes, you, did. you know, it's funny, but I yeah. looked at that the last couple of nights. I was tempted to bet the Sixers to win the Eastern Conference. The more I looked at it, I have the Nets as a top, the top power-rated team in the playoffs, but I don't know if I own that. I think there's definitely some flaws here. Uh, with this Nets team, and I did kind of consider Philadelphia to win the East. All right, Aaron Rennings is going to be back in here with me on this show next Thursday and Friday. JVT, you're off to host a numbers game in Gil Alexander's absence. And thanks to uh, Paul Stone and Chris Andrews for jumping in today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.